Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful people. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Ryan Out Loud. It's your favorite host, Ryan Lewis here. And I hope everyone is well. Hope you're protecting your magic, your energy, staying black, queer, and beautiful. Uh, any other way you identify if you're listening. I hope you're well. Ah, today's episode, y'all. <laughs> This episode has been in the making for uh, a while. Sometimes you go through the emotions of like you set something, you know, I reach out to the artists and then I'll say, hey, let's, you know, definitely let's set some time up and then just life, just life sometimes. Okay. But I believe everything happens in perfect timing and for a reason. And today's guest is none other than Medina Green. Medina Green is one of my favorite rappers in the LGBTQ community. Um, I call him, I, I dub him one of the founding fathers. I know there are people, um, others that have come before him, but growing up, uh, not growing, I shouldn't say grow but in my like, in my twenties, cause I've, we've been friends on social media for years. In my twenties, he was one of the first queer rappers that I listened to, found on YouTube, him and Bryant. And I was like, oh, my God, they're rapping about what I like. <laughs> so this is like a full circle moment. And I'm super, super excited for you guys to listen to this interview. I'm not going to hold y'all long. The next voice, in addition to mine, that you'll hear is the one and only Mendino Green. Okay, let's. Right now, listeners, welcome back. I am so honored and excited to finally have this special guest, this individual on, and you can't see, obviously, but I'm looking at the beautiful face of Mentino Green. Welcome to Ryan Out Loud. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, okay. I've had better days, but you know. I. I understand. And I thank you for taking the time out of your day to, to talk with me. This has been no problem. A, work a while in the making. Listen, I believe timing is everything. Um, I get my moods where I will. I remember the first time I hit you up and I was like, let's do it. You were getting ready to drop clap. And I was like, then I go into my modes where I'm like, OK, I don't feel like recording. I don't feel like recording. <laughs> and then like episodes that have dropped, I've already like recorded. So I just put them kind out just work on those yeah i was like okay let me just promote these but i this is you're my first you're my first new interview in about in a in a week i had an interview that dropped but that's getting ready to drop but it's it's good to get back in the flow and i said why not start with somebody that i've been uh a fan of forever so let me just start off by giving you your flowers okay <laughs> um thank you i remember when i i first came across you this is we've been friends on social media for years for a long time yeah. for a long time and I've always just like growing up I've never listened to an artist that you know growing up we listened to, I know for me being black and queer and listening to the easiest the easiest thing was to listen to a female artist right or right you know, sometimes that was the closest because they were dealing with niggas and I was like well I like it you know but right you know, right, right. The first uh, queer artist that I came across on YouTube and I was like oh my god 
not saying that to me, but I'm like, he he rapping about the same thing I like, you know, like it's just like <laughs> one of those things. And it's just, I have to give you your flowers because you've been doing this for a long time. I think I remember Thank what you. name was it? Oh my God. You had a, was it Thriller? What was it? What was the Thriller? Yeah. Um, I've, I changed my name a few times. Yeah, um, you did. It, it's always like when I first started, it was um, J Teflon. Then I changed it to Medino Green. Um, and then we kept Medino Green for a while. Then I tried to like rebrand under the name Thriller Makes. And then I tried to rebrand under the name Prince and I. And then I was just like, I just need to go back to being Medino Green because that's something that kind of like took me to a point where I felt like rebranding would have worked, but it didn't. <laughs> You gotta find your niche and find your flow. And yeah. I'm Medino Green, I love it. I will. I supported every name that you had. So every <laughs> thank you. So yeah, I just had to give you your flowers because I remember, you know. Let's see. Let me go back. The Four Wall Project. Yes, that's going back. Oh wow. Way back. SoundCloud. Listen, I'm. I've. I've been. I've, I'm a fan. And look, I have my green shirt on. It's backwards, but I definitely have your shirt on from that you sold for your last. One of your project, your last project. Okay, moving on. Just for the Ryan Out listeners, Ryan Out listeners who don't know who Mendino Green is, just give us a quick background who you are and what you do. Just really so, quick. you know, I'm Mendino Green, um, the first queer hip hop artist from Southside Jamaica, Queens, New York. Um, and I've been on this journey for a long time. That's yes. basically what it is. Um, I've worked with a few artists. I'm very selective with who I, you know, associate my craft with. Um, I've had the privilege to open for a lot of dope artists thus far, and I'm still going. And we, I'm, well, thank you for keep, for going, still going. We love, every time you put something out, I'm like, I always want to be like, how did he, where do you come up with these, like, the lyrics? Like, they're so quick with it. And I feel like, I feel like you hit me sometimes when I'm listening. I'm like, okay, talk your shit as you should. So, like, you grew up in, you said New York, correct? Mm-hmm. And so you, um, being around New York, in New York growing up with your earliest, like, your earliest inspiration, what was the, like, okay, this is something, what age, and what was that, like, you said, I just want to do this, this is what I want to do, I want to rap, I want to make music. So, a lot of people don't know, like, when I was six, I wanted to be a lawyer. Really? I just, like, that was just a thing. Um, I think it was because I was in, like, the kindergarten uh, daycares, and they were doing, like, these little plays and stuff and I, I remember we had one for like black history month and they assigned me to be Thorgood marshall okay. which is a part of the you know the system and because i had to like rehearse these this paragraph for some reason i was just like i want to do this when i get older i want to be a lawyer so for a long time i was telling myself i wanted to be a lawyer this is what i was going to do but then um when i got into middle school uh, I went to the local middle school. Of course, I went to like all the local high schools. Um, I mean, the the elementary school. And then I had to go to the local middle school where um, I just met some people that kind of, the boys from around the way, like, you know, the, the kids yeah. from around the way. We go into summer school because we're not doing what we're supposed to during the regular school year. Yeah. So um, being in summer school with them, I always knew I was different. And they always, you know, wanted to play football and, basketball and sports really wasn't my thing so I was just like 
I don't want them to kind of like pick on me or, you know, single me out. So when I saw them doing music and writing and rapping and stuff, I was like, maybe I could do that because it don't require me to do too much. So I just started like putting together music with them and it was hard at first. Most it, it was definitely hard because I've never done it before. So I basically was like plagiarizing <laughs> for a long time because I was just like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what yeah. to do, but I want to do what the boys are doing because I want to be like them, even though I always, you know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like something about me is a little off, but I don't want to, you know, think about it. But as time progressed, I realized like, okay, I am different from them. But if I continue to hang out with them and do what they're doing, they won't pick up on it. They won't notice it because I'm going to be just like one of the boys. That's always been my thing. And because I always knew that I was different, I always wanted to feel like I'm competing with them. So I think around my freshman year in high school, that's when it kind of just went to a place where it was like, okay, this is it. This is going to be it for me. I walked into the classroom and I was just like, I don't want to be in school no more. I started asking the boys in the back of the classroom, y'all know how to rap? Anybody back here know how to rap? And then it was kind of like, from there. Okay. The origin, your origin story. Okay. So when you, when, when it had a point when you were, you're rapping and you're like, okay, you mentioned like, okay, I'm a little different, meaning that you're, you're gay or queer, right? You know, right. When was that point for you? You were just like, I'm not going to, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess, I don't want, I guess fabricate. Cause you want to, you're, you're like, I want to, you know, speak my truth. Now this is who I am. When, right. that, what was that moment for you? Like, um, so the funny thing is I didn't know that gay rappers had existed before me, which they did. Um, and I actually, came across um Bryant and like Last Defense and some other artists and somehow like they had access to a studio that I was using I guess like because the producer that worked there he was obviously gay but I didn't know that he had his you know connections to other you know platforms and other gay artists so I ended up meeting these artists before we became cool and you know just watching them work and watching them you know move around and be comfortable and free I was just like that's interesting as hell and then I remember coming out to Bryant on MySpace I believe it was because we had each other on MySpace and we was inboxing each other and he basically was just like you just need to live for you like Mm -hmm. do what makes you happy say what you want to say you know what I'm saying like you're very talented nobody can question your pen anything like you know you'll know what to say and you'll learn how to make it work for you so after talking to him and talking with the other queer artists that I was meeting they kind of inspired me to want to just come out and be more authentic with myself so Mm -hmm. that's kind of how that rolled out so we slowly kind of like transitioned from just being a rapper to now being a rapper who just happens to be gay okay I love that and do you feel like I do you feel like that unlocked 
new levels of like your lyric, you know, like your lyrics, because you can go yeah. talk about <laughs> different any you know like anything it definitely opened up a wide range of things for me to say because now that I'm comfortable with who I am I could be comfortable saying things out loud that I probably would have not said before so that's always a plus I love that because I definitely like like I said coming across you know you and Brian were definitely the first two queer artists that I and like you said I know there's some that are before that you know but you guys for me are like the the originals well you know like I I think a lot of these and I don't want I'm not I don't want to put age on anybody because or you know like I think we're around the same age I, I believe we're around you might be I don't know we'll talk about that off scene um <laughs> but you know like I you a lot of these the new girls as you know want to say um, <laughs> you know, give their respect when you know give you guys your flowers Pay respect but, respect is the yeah, right to, Cause it's, I like, I, I'm just like, and I'm fangirling too. So, you know, don't mind me, but like, yeah, they just need to give you your respect because you, nobody was out here consistently and rapping is raw. And just like, like I said, I feel like I've been, I was punched with some of your lyrics. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think when I came out, it was kind of like, uh, like, um, like, I guess you can call it like the it boy moment. Like me coming out, sounding the way that I sounded, like there was no other artist that sounded like that like you had you know the artists that rap but then it was like they you know they're rapping but their content is like extremely sexual and over the top but then me rapping is more like he rapping like a nigga like he talking like he's that's a boy like that's what that was (laughs) so um hey you give me and i'm sorry not to cut you off you it gives me like um like a male version of of Little Kim and like a Foxy Brown, like a like that raw. I don't know. Don't quote me. I mean, I'm just it just gives me that raw, unfiltered, and just honest of how their music, you know, their lyrics were, you know, were in the night, like especially in the '90s when they came up in the heavily, you know, male dominated industry. Dominated industry, yeah. right? I've always been inspired by the '90s, so I think that's where a lot of my um aesthetic comes from a lot of like the artists from the 90s i personally feel like the 90s was the era of music that actually worked and made sense and that's the reason why it's still considered relevant to this day and then you see a lot of people because you're on the timeline like i am and you see the people that are like oh you need to let the 90s people need to let the 90s go we're in the this new era no this new I was era born in the 90s. Not i'm not letting I'm, i was born in the 90s i'm not letting that go thank Why you would I let that go right <laughs> some of the greatest like it, the greatest the art the artists and music at that time and to some of them that are still relevant and it just don't match it made up. sense yeah it made man. sense it felt good because they were talking about stuff that we at the time probably couldn't relate to because we were so young but now that we're older we can sit and listen to a mary album and it makes sense a lot it makes sense you know what i'm saying even with the rappers it makes sense now because those rappers to us back then we were kids but to you know they were either like in their very early 20s or teen you know late teens so it's kind of like watching them now grow and progress it's just like they carried a torch for a culture for a very long time at a very early age like there's nobody else doing it the way that they're doing it right now 
And that's why I will never let the 90s go. So y'all listen. Never. Never let the 90s go. Or just okay. how about how about y'all try to the new 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 artists trying to do better? I think they try to incorporate, you know, like social media and you know, you gotta keep up with the TikTok. That's definitely played a part with it. I do believe, like, because computers have evolved mm -hmm. and access to um, music and content has evolved is definitely changed how people view music it's changed like our attention span with music because we don't get albums that are like an hour and a half anymore we get albums that are like 30 minutes now on a dot sometimes and I'm like right. I, <laughs> I like I'm still in that you know a lot of people I've come across they're like oh or I've talked to they're like I don't want to bore people or you know like right. you know you lose their attention because they want you they want to mm -hmm. get straight to the point which I understand I get it but I love albums I love a full-length album take me through a story mm -hmm. from beginning to end who made you mad what dick was good you know like just I don't you know just talk about <laughs> it just, I love them here you know like I just right I hear about it and so I although like I guess because we're in this EP era I'm like, okay. I it's it. easy to kind of like just package an EP, throw it out, sell it, go on tour. That's basically what it is. It's exhausting. I, I'm not an artist, but I, you know. It's very, you took the words right out of my mouth. It is very exhausting. It, it's, but I, I I appreciate when you guys keep the content coming, you know, like you, you did like what you did, let's see, 2020, you did what, two projects? Yes, um, I dropped Green 1 uh, February 1st, and then I dropped Green 2 November, uh, I think it was November 27th, was it? Or November 7th, somewhere around November, yeah, but yeah. it was in the same year. Yeah, I was like back to back. I'm like, okay, you know, so you keep us fed, you know, and I <laughs> we love that. So like, just, I'm gonna move on. Let me look, okay, because I can go off topic all day. <laughs> well, first of all, I want to say congrats to you. And this is, I'm going to tie in a couple things. Congrats to your song with Brian on featuring on, uh, I always get the title. I will, blues. Yes, I always say, <laughs> I think I wrote it wrong the first time. But anyways, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> first you. of all, how does that, like, how did that come about? And how did, how does that feel for you to have your, a song with a longtime collaborator? It feels, it feels really good, actually. Um, I'm just like, I, I just hope that it opens more doors. We're manifesting that you deserve. We're, we're manifesting that, yeah, most definitely. Um, the song was actually for Brian's album, um, but he wanted to submit it to them because he also has a role mm -hmm. in, the, yeah. in the film. Yeah. Um, he plays one of the characters. So I guess he had, you know, looked into them doing like a soundtrack and stuff like that they were open to the idea they needed you know music submissions so he submitted that song off of his album um and they liked it they wanted to go with it so he was like you know they wanted some music i sent them our song they liked it so it's only up from here How long did so you have to um, sit on that because i remember when you posted you were like i had to hold this in for a while because like the movie has been done for well it had premiered i watched it when it dropped during one of the fest i got a chance to yeah watch it, it um they did like an online release for yeah, people to watch I, it online. yeah yeah and i watched that months ago and i was like 
And so how long, like, how long did you, like, I know I can't hold water sometimes. I'm like excited, <laughs> like you're just excited. So I know like, as I'm doing my podcast and having, as the guests get bigger and bigger, I'm like, okay, I got to like, you know, like keep my mouth shut with some things, NDAs. It's mm-hmm. just crazy. But how, like, how long did you, cause I know I've been like, I'd have been like, yeah. <laughs> um, I knew the song was going to be on there for a while. As far as them being picked up by BET, I had found that out probably like a week beforehand. Um, Somebody from production had reached out to me via email and um, because they wanted me to like get paperwork and stuff. And there was another song of mine that they wanted. I think they wanted to use Bubblegum as well. Um, But we couldn't get the, um, the licensing for Bubblegum done. Um, just for lease reasons. So I was just like, that's fine. I still got a song on there. Yeah, yeah. But they basically was just like, you know, you can't say nothing until we basically give the green light. And, you know, like after they said that, I think a day or so before we were able to say anything, um, it had leaked. I don't know how I didn't leak it. That you know, because the shade room started talking about it, and then everybody else was like, "Oh, the um, the movie is going to be premiering on BT for Pride and all of that other stuff." The BT Plus app, and I was like, "Okay, I still can't say nothing because right, <laughs> I right. was told not to." Yeah. So then, um, I think like the next day or the following day after that, I get an email saying, "Okay, you know, you guys can now post about it. You can talk about it and stuff like that." So I was like, "Okay." Now I can speak my piece because I've been, you know, boiling to say something. And I remember when you posted, I like, I literally screamed because like, I consider you a friend in my head. You know, I'm like, that's exciting. You know, like that is, I'm, we're, like I said, manifesting. This is just the beginning of so many opportunities and song submissions that's coming because you, you fucking deserve. And this is not even me as a podcaster. (laughs) This is me as a Lindino fan. And I'm excited for you. So that's, soaking in please soaking in i'd be like my song wasn't yeah i would <laughs> would not be able to tell me anything my friend stick to me okay <laughs> like you said at the beginning you're very selective of who you collaborate with and one mm-hmm. thing i've you know like noticed being a fan and to know both of you guys you and brian have i don't have a lot of collabs that's true that is no that's that's true. <laughs> now, you're like as I'm thinking, you know, like trying to flash like your album covers in my head, like or think about so you, you don't. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's because like you don't you hold a song on your own. Like that is that's given. Like I literally, I have sometimes. Like, there's been times I had to go back. I'm like, what he said? Like if you're punching like, crazy. Like I was listening. I had my mix on. Had a mix on. Uh, playing your song. Playing. I was. What was I playing? Let me go back. I was in my, I did bit in my bag and then I went to green two and I was just like, yo, my auntie, we were on our way back from Cincinnati. I took her up for a birthday party yesterday and we we're coming back. She was like, who's this? I was like, his name is Mendino Green. And she was like, oh, <laughs> she was like, sitting over in the passenger seat, rocking, you know, it was hilarious. So you, you definitely, I think you have a new fan. Um, <laughs> Brian, like you guys just, match just flow perfectly together like you mentioned about your you know how you guys met and everything really briefly but like you guys just blend and my question is and you have you guys ever toyed with the idea of doing a joint project 
or would you? Because you're such a you Who are. Says we don't a, have one already. And did I miss that? Or coming? It, it may not be out yet. All right, that's listen. I think y'all just got to run a lot of exclusive. So we're just going to I'm like, wait, you see my face? I was like, wait. Because like, I've heard enough of the song, you know, a lot of you, got, you both of your songs together. I'm like, did I miss something? So dot, dot, dot. Okay. We definitely have songs together that people have not heard. And me and him, we talk all the time because he's like my big brother. We talk yeah. all the time. And we just be laughing, playing the songs asking each other you still got this song yeah send that to me real quick <laughs> like i love that wow that is okay <laughs> so yeah i hope that is sooner than later because you need there's to- actually a song that was supposed to be on green too that me and him did but it didn't make it because of audio reasons so i said i was gonna put it out later but i think i'm going to Save just it. put it on the album yeah save okay. it for the album okay we gotta run out loud. i love exclusive i, I love <laughs> i'm excited because like you guys need to come in just you know i'm not gonna name no names but there's a lot of these new girls that i'm like y'all just need to show them <laughs> who we've definitely toyed with that idea for a long time to do like a joint project together but we have so many songs together we actually have probably enough content to put together a joint project yeah but I feel like for me and him to do that, like we need to be face to face. So I wouldn't want it to be like a project that I have to like send and not be there. When yeah. we collaborate together, we're usually like in the Is same room in York, working correct? together. Um, he's in Connecticut. Oh, he's in, okay. He's in Connecticut and I'm here in Atlanta. So um, we wouldn't probably need to be in the same room same, for it, yeah. but it's okay. Cause you know what? I think cool. he said he was coming to visit me uh, couple, September or sometime in September, so we'll see. Okay, I hope, I hope, I yeah, I'm excited for that. You know, <laughs> I'll put my um my offer out to both of you guys coming on Ryan out loud because he's actually uh-huh. on my list. I was like, would he do it? Because like I'm a fan, you know. Like I, in addition to me being a host, I like have to put aside. I have to fangirl for a couple minutes. So, <laughs> you know, Ryan, if you listen to it's this, okay. He's cool. Like just hit him up and ask him. I have to. Time I will. I will. And he'll definitely fall through. So speaking of like, so you like, you're from New York, you've lived in New York and you leave, you left for Atlanta. How, how is that? How's that transition been for you? It's been very interesting. I actually left um, New York and I moved to Boston. I was in Boston for a couple of years. And then I came here to Atlanta and it's, it's been a bit different, the whole up north, you know, and then coming down south, the way of life is different. The people are definitely different. Um, it's more so who you know, not what you know these mm. days. So, yeah, it's definitely been a, yeah, a change. I wanted to, I remember hitting you up back in March. I did like a quick like trip in because I was going, linking up with two of my friends and we went to go see JoJo and I remember hitting you up and you were bit bu- I think you were busy but I just wanted to give you a hug like <laughs> I just wanted to I down and I was like oh my god but um I think this is the first time I'm saying this out loud but I'm in the process of possibly heading that way we'll keep that in the air but I'm definitely okay. Atlanta is definitely on my on my list as I'm trying I can't I can't do LA I don't think 
I don't know yeah, if I, I, don't know if I can do that. Kinda, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't know. The offer, the money would have to be right, but I'm ready for a change. I'm here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, so I'm I'm ready for a change. And I think you know Atlanta or would might be on that list. So you'll probably okay. hear, you'll hear from me like, okay, what's life like? You know, besides my friends being down there, <laughs> I, you know, I wouldn't know a soul down there. You know, but that's dope i love and you did this in the middle of the pandemic right i mean obviously it's yes um it was definitely in the middle of the pandemic and it was crazy because it was just like everywhere you go things were just so awkward because of the whole pandemic you know people wearing masks not so many people being able to you know go into certain places and all these weird restrictions that they had um but we had to do it it had to be done um because to live up north is it's it's expensive like it's really expensive and coming down here was kind of just like a little less expensive but inflation has made it just about the same so i understand <laughs> i no, i get it just like the options of me like you know living up here i'm like what is yeah that's another conversation for <laughs> other time but i'm just gonna so moving on i just have a couple more questions and then i'm gonna let you go on about your day so clap is your new single right yes what so what can we are we you know you did you i remember so you dropped clap and then i remember hearing you did you dropped on your instagram a little like you know just a little hold you know hold over freestyle um Mm -hmm. when can when can we expect a new project you have a title. Am I pushing it for a Ryan Ala, another Ryan Ala? <laughs> um, um, I've been very open about my album. So I have a title for the album. It's called Macadocious. However, um, I do think there may be an album title change. I'm not sure yet. So that's the first time I've said that out loud. Okay. Um, a lot of out loud exclusives here, y'all. <laughs> Um, I believe it's going to be between 12 and 13 tracks. Nice. Um, You're giving us so, a... Yes, you guys are getting an album. <laughs> um, oh, that's exciting. Clap is definitely on there. Um, right now, I'm in the process of moving some pieces around because fortunately, some instrumentals that I had already worked on are no longer available for me to work on them or to produce the song. So that just basically means I have to go back to the drawing board with some instrumentals and producers to figure out what we can do mm-hmm. because the sound that I had for the project was a sound that I felt like it would be refreshing to hear. So now it's kind of like back to the drawing board to try to recreate this sound under the new circumstances with everything yeah. going on. So, Well, yeah. whatever you put out, I'm excited and will be supporting and also shooting my shot again because you're going to have to come back so we can talk about it in full detail of course, of course. this has been a long time in the works but I'm glad you <laughs> happening and to have your you know just this is basically just me giving you your flowers that's all I just wanted to do <laughs> give you your flowers but this I is really appreciate it an introduction because next time when you come you your project will be released and we will have well we're already talking we talked a good chunk about your career but I definitely want to, you know, talk more and maybe it'll be on video because I'm transitioning to YouTube. So if you're comfortable with that, we'll talk about that. Of course. I just need to, you know, be presentable. No, I got <laughs> Oh, y'all, he look good. Don't let him look. He cheesing. He look good. <laughs> so ending that, like, like just rounding it out where well, your new project is coming and 
years into this, like I'm, so I have a list. I have, you know, 2010 was, well, my recollection, I have written down the Four Raw Project was like in 2010. That was like your first one of like yeah um on soundcloud that i i remember let me just say from my point of yeah um so i think that was the first time i've ever been able to you like i've i've never like knew of a place to like have my music live um and i'm gonna be honest i was kind of scared to use that piff where most people kind of like throw their mixtapes and stuff Mm-hmm. So I kind of just like discovered SoundCloud and, you know, put it up there. Then I was able to create like um, like a, a, a link for people to actually download it. And people were actually downloading the mixtape. And I think that was a time when everybody was just using like a computer because now we got like the iPads and yeah. laptops and stuff. But when people were kind of like stationed at home with their computers, that's when people was like downloading stuff at an all time high. So um yeah, I believe I was like 18. Wow. When that happened. Yeah. Okay. So my point of this question. So from the football <laughs> project in 2010 to in my bag in 2021, how like what advice would you give to your younger self? Like this is a question I end Ryan all out with. And I just oh um just keep going. I know like over the years I've always felt like this was going to be the end all be all like if I don't make it then I don't know what the hell else I'm gonna do with myself and I've there's been plenty of times where I just felt like I want to give up because I'm not receiving the turnaround the way I thought I would and I always felt like I know I'm talented I know I got this I know I got that you know and um I actually had a conversation with Cakes the killer um maybe like was it two weeks ago it might have been two weeks ago um he facetimed me while he was um on tour and we was just talking having regular conversation and he told me he was like you know he was like you do he was like you you're like the way I was when I first came out like he said you feel like you have to prove to these people that you have this amazing talent he was like you don't need to do that he was like just have fun you know start you know jump on the bandwagon and start acting up with the antics is basically what he said because he's just like you don't have to prove to these people you can rap you've been proving to these people that you can rap for years we already know what you give he was like now it's time for you to have fun and just act a fool (laughs) like and you will out rap a lot of the these people that yeah no that's just all i'm gonna say they can't (laughs) can't hold anything to you medina let me just tell you that right now like i I'm so grateful that you have not given up. Um, You keep putting out music. You keep consistently, you're just, you're Mendina Green. I don't ever, don't ever give up. If you ever feel like giving up, please know you have fans, long, long long-term fans that love you and support you. And we're really- what keeping me going. Cause I'd be like, this is getting tired. (laughs) And I can't, I'm not an artist, but as a (laughs) podcaster, I know I get exhausted and working on a book, I get exhausted. I'm like, nobody, you know, but just keep going, please keep going. And tell this Ryan out loud listeners where they can find you on social media um i'm basically on every social platform you can follow me on tiktok at medino green um instagram and twitter at medino green or facebook you can add me um, medino green if you want to follow my music page it's medino green music on facebook 
Um, if you want to get into my discography um, on SoundCloud, it'll be soundcloud.com backslash Medino Green Music. If you want to see some visuals, my YouTube page is up, um, Medino Green TV on YouTube. So, okay. uh, yeah. That's there the you have it, y'all. You have it. Mendino Green, his new single, and actually we're going to play a little bit of that when this, when our voices go off. So support him, stream by, and check out his new Hold single. Yes, please. We got to keep we got to keep the lights on around here. So make listen, sure keep streaming. Real packing paid, okay? <laughs> him. Support him. Okay. All right, y'all. Y'all already know the drill. Ryan out loud here. Medino Green. Remember, Black Lives Matter, Black Trans Lives Matter, Black Queers Lives Matter. That's that's always how I end the show. Thank y'all. Be safe. We go live and let them know we all outside. My niggas getting money, clap your hands. All my bitches getting money, clap your hands. If your money rubber bands, then I know you understand. If you get into the money, clap your hands.